This podcast, hosted by Terry Cowley, profiles participants in the current Fairly Leadership Program, Goulburn Murray Community Leadership's flagship program, which provides an opportunity for people to develop leadership skills across the Goulburn Murray region to explore the main issues facing the region and to assist in bringing about positive change. Now, if you're a regular listener to this program, and I hope you are, you'll know that I'm always banging on about the importance of community leadership, and at no time is it more important than in times of crisis and disasters, as we have been experiencing lately. I'm joined on the line by Vicky Scott. She's the facilitator of the Fairly Leadership Program, as well as a bit of a stalwart of the Marupna community. How are you going, Vicky? Morning, Terry. How are you? I'm very well. Great. Um, we're always talking about community leadership and how important it is, aren't we? Mm. Have you really seen it come to the fore during this crisis? Oh, wow. I think we all have, haven't we? Um, and and thankful. It, it is wonderful that we have um, community leaders around us. Um, and, yeah, I've definitely been seeing that over the last number of weeks. And if I purely through the lens of my wearing my Marupna hat. Um, but there's just so many there's so many different stories that I could I could share um, that you just see people very much that go about their everyday business that are working really hard though behind the scenes. And you know, I've been seeing that every day. That's excellent. How have you fared with the floods this time being at Marupna Vicky? Yeah, so the town of Marupna overall was hit fairly hard. Um, my street is, most of that street went underwater. My house was lucky, so uh, there was no water that came through my house, um, but a lot of my street uh, did go under. So that's actually very devastating to see that. And there was a, there were a few other streets, um, Daisy Street, which is where I grew up, um, a lot of the streets around that area um, went under Lenny Street, which has featured quite heavily um, in the news in the last few weeks, went under and it, it took a long, long time for that water um, to go away. And I do know a lot of the people there that live in Lenny Street, so that's actually really it's actually heartbreaking to see that. Um, I drove down that street for the very first time on Sunday and actually found it very difficult um, and I'm I was only driving in that street I'm not there as a, as a resident so I, I think we can never underestimate the impact of what an event like this has on individuals whether they're impacted directly or impacted indirectly it does affect, affect a lot yes, of Yes, a, a ripple effect, I guess. Mm. What, how, how are you feeling? What's the mood of Marupna? I mean, it was a weird thing being cut off, wasn't it? Mm. I think one thing that communities do really well, I think what small communities do really well, and again, just through this, my own personal experience with Marupna, we are very, very strong Um just even if I, if I link this back to even this fairly, uh, last week we had two days where we, we focused on what it looks like to build back better. And there were a lot of learnings from those two days that I thought, isn't that, it was, it was very reassuring because some of those learnings, you think, oh, that's actually already been demonstrated here in the town. 
Um, you possibly, and your listeners possibly would have seen, heard, read um, a few weeks ago, the, the Football Netball Club mobilised um, 200 people, if not more, that came together in a very, very coordinated way and basically mobilised all of these teams out onto the street um, to assist with the clean-up, uh, which was just phenomenal to see that. So that was community-led, community-driven, but was also um, linked in. We had council involved in that as well. It was wonderful to see, um, for example, and I know there's going to be a few people I miss out, but it was wonderful to see um, Mayor Shane Farley, um, Deputy Mayor Anthony Brophy, you know, they, they spent a lot of that day actually down the main street of Marutna tidying up the main street. So everyone was involved and that's what it takes. It, it really does take everyone to be involved. Um, I think it's also just the other point to mention, let's maybe remove some of our titles and we just need to get in, don't we? So Yeah, everyone, everyone can help, that's for sure. Yes, exactly. So have you actually seen, I mean, you know, the whole point of the Fair Leadership Program is mm. to create people who do, do lead and can, you know, contribute at times like this. Have you mm. seen the Fairly Network coming into play? Yeah. Are people who have done the Fairly Leadership Program in years past coming to the fore? Yes, and you, you do actually, I've had um, fellows contact me to say, from that don't live in the region, contact me to say, what can I do? How can I help? How can we mobilise? Um, so that's been really wonderful. I've also had, I look at even um, this year's group and how they've been able to even further connect in with their own community and with each other. Um, sometimes it's just been that opportunity to actually reach out to another person. So how you support each other um, it's all very, very different. It might mean being out on the ground, filling up those sandbags, or it might actually just be picking up the phone and ringing someone and saying, how are you going, and just checking in. So um, we can never underestimate uh, just the different ways um, that we can help and support each other. But, yes, Terry, I've definitely been seeing the strength of what, fairly has done over our last 25, 26 years and how people do come together. Having the flood event right in the middle of this year's Fairly mm. Leadership Program, I guess, would be a, um, a learning experience for everyone involved. Yeah. Where are you up to with the program and how is it going this year? Yeah, so um, last week we were... So we're coming to the end of the program. We had our final um, immersive last Wednesday and Thursday. I was really impressed with the group and how they stepped up to that because originally we opened it up to the group for consultation to say, look, you know, would you prefer for us to postpone? What does that look like? Um, they definitely still took it as an opportunity for us to know we'd like to, to keep going, and but we'd actually prefer to hear from people that um, have experience and um, have expertise in the areas of, of disasters and disaster management. So that was, um, we had two days of a lot of rich learning from that. So it was great to hear about how other regions have recovered um, and bounced forward from, from um, disasters. And then I'm currently in the process of planning our closing retreat, which is uh, next weekend. And then only three weeks away 
is our graduation. So we're nearly at the finish line. We're still, we've still got some hard yards to do, but, um, yeah, I am impressed with how the group have really, really stepped up over these last, this sort of last month. I thought COVID the last few years was pretty tough, but. <laughs> Well, I've, I've had a talking to people about it. Um, it's interesting. It's almost like a little bit of a PTSD thing because, you know, no, everyone had to stay at home. No one could go anywhere. And it brought back a lot of those COVID memories, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And I think um, just if we're, if we're going back, something that one of our guest speakers spoke about last week was disasters are disastrous and disasters are about people. I think sometimes when we think about, um, if we look at, say, flood events, especially fires, we focus a lot on infrastructure, but it is actually a lot about people and especially with COVID, a lot about people and how we're faring. So for me, it's so important to ensure that we continue to go gently with self, but also with each other, because I think there's been a lot of, we're probably seeing a lot of heightened emotions now and you're right, Terry. I think we've we're still coming to terms with these last few years, and then we add this extra layer of complexity with the floods. Um, that's pretty pretty tough. So yeah, yeah, for many people, that's right. Yeah, just go gently. Getting back to the Fair Leadership Program, mm-hmm. I think that applications are about to close for next year. Yeah, ap- look, applications are closing tomorrow. However, with with recent events. We have, um, and a number of organisations have actually reached out to us um, requesting some extension time on that. So um, we're really open to, to, well, we're very flexible around that. I will say, though, we've already received quite a lot of applications already, and um, which is really, really exciting. Um, however, if anyone's listening out there that that's keen to apply, um, don't be put off by that closing date tomorrow. Um, by all means, I would encourage you to, to get in touch with me um, either by phone or email because um, we are happy to talk to you about an extension. Get all the information at www.gmcl.org.au. That's, that's right, Terry. I think you've got a, a... Is that your dog barking? Oh, that would be Darcy, yes. He doesn't <laughs> want to be left out. I think I'd better and, let you uh, go, go and uh, attend to Darcy. <laughs> Say hello to him for us. Yes, <laughs> Great. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Vicky. Vicky Scott of the Fairly Leadership Program and the Marupna community. Have a great day, Vicky. Thanks, Terry. You too. Hi guys, Peter Cardamoni from Cardamoni Real Estate in the beautiful Goulburn Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres. Nana's worked as he brought it back. Oh, He's got yes. What a goal! And because he's got two, real estate across the Goulburn Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Goulburn Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamoni, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonirealestate.com.au and right across the Goulburn Valley from Shep, Kyella, Marupna, Talamba and Chachura, you're in Cardamoni country. 1FM sponsor. A spider's invading your house. Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a redback under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies and other insects. 
We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. You what they said on the radio? No, I missed it. Nah, I had to take the dog for a walk. I was at work. I was helping with a sausage sizzle. Catch the latest news updates, listen to podcasts, join us live with the Community Radio Plus app. You what they said on, on the radio? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening in the car. Yeah, I was listening on my phone. On the radio? Yeah, I was listening to it on my smart speakers when I got home. Whatever you're doing, take us with you. Community Radio Plus, your home of community radio. Download from the App Store or Google Play. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or prearrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. This has been a podcast hosted by Terry Cowley on 1FM 98.5 Shepparton. For more information about the Fairly Leadership Program, go to fairlyleadership.com.au.